I'm here to whatever I can. Be it early morning, late afternoon. It's a sports bus. Yeah, it is. We're here for you. Hey. Shake, shake, shake. Yep. Shake, shake, shake. Welcome to the bus. Richard Woodrow. Getting all his notes ready to go. Live from the Florida Claremont Studios here at the Hilton Garden Inn. Welcome to the buzz. How we doing? 888-299-3151 is the number. You want to give us a call? We'd love to hear from you today. We didn't get a lot of calls last week. There's plenty to talk about. So hockey is thriving, Woody. The NHL has five game sevens in the next two days. Yeah. In the playoffs. How many does basketball have? They've got a bunch, too. They've got, like, Phoenix, is it three? Phoenix, Dallas. Yeah. Celts. Yeah. And the Sixes are out. They're done. Golden State, maybe game six. Yeah. I don't know if they played last night. How many game sevens can you have in a weekend? Is everybody jumping the bus here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I know. It's, you know what I'm pulling out here. I mean, you watch that Bruins series. Have you watched any of that? Not much. I've been going to my neighbor's house for the Bruins games. <laughs> uh, he's, they're big hockey people. Yeah. They kind of get mad at me the other night. I'm like, six, half the league makes the playoffs in hockey. Really? Yeah, 16 teams out of 32. He's like, oh, that's great. I go, no, it's not. It's like, it's crazy. It's just so many extra games. Right. you got to win four series to win the, win the Stanley Cup, which – that's a group. That that sport. I have to laugh. Like you hear, Kershaw's out. His hips sore. This guy's out. He's got this. You get Mac. Was it McElvoy for the McElroy or McElvoy for the Bruins? Isn't he a golfer? Yeah, he got absolutely drilled in the boards the other night. Like, he, yeah, he gets an awkward position. The shoulder got pinned. You know what? He sits on the bench for like two minutes. Yep, I'm good. Like those hockey players are so they tough. They are tough. They play. Oh, it's like this guy for the Celtics, this Williams, Robert Williams. Yeah, he's got a bone bruise. And who the hell doesn't play with a bone bruise? I've never even heard of that. Christ they Will- need him too. I mean, he's a decent player, but let's go. Yeah, I mean, you remember the old days of Bird laying on the sidelines? He had the bad back. Had four heating pe- yeah. packs on his back. He can't move. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. These guys are so soft, these baseball and basketball players. And they watch the – and the hockey guys don't even get paid. I mean, they, six or seven million is a ton of money for a hockey player. Right. And these baseball players making 40, 47, just James Harden. Yeah. He choked it again. Did you see in the other night? What is the matter with him in the playoffs? He had 10 points. Well, the other night, the night that they uh, lost the playoffs, that last game, he didn't have a point in the second half, and he only – I don't even know if he shot. He took two. Yeah. He took two shots in the second half of the game. Yeah, we're done. You know, he just likes early vacations. But he's done that on every – basketball team he's played yeah. on him and Kyrie both are just like killers oh. for their teams that hard you know how much he's making next year 47 million yeah that's what he's getting boy paid. I bet they're liking that you so get, then what do you do if you're the sexes get rid of him you get rid of him but they're talking about getting rid of Doc 
That's everywhere he goes. Right. They they keep blaming the coaches. The Sixers just find ways to lose is what they do. This was going to be their year. Then Ben Simmons was mentally ill. He didn't play all year for them. And then they get Harden. He's Harden. Yeah. Apparently he's gained some weight. I just listen. Well, look at him through the, the, the season. I mean, he just knocks it down. Three after three after three. Boom, boom, boom. He gets in the playoffs. Where's he go? I don't know. It isn't like he's shooting and missing. He won't shoot. He doesn't want to be the scapegoat. And he turns out to be because he yeah. doesn't participate. Right. Let's get to the Celtics. Now, the Celtics' big win last night, I didn't see it because I couldn't take any more after game five. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm watching that game again. Let me think about this. So the first, the fourth game, I went to my neighbor's house and sat in the cellar alone and watched it. <laughs> Here, Rich, here's a key. Down there with a few white claws. They kept coming, hey, need, I, don't, I don't need anything. I'm just watching the game. And the Celts were losing. I went, I went home after the third quarter. I'm like, they're not going to win this game. I wake up in the morning, they win. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell you. So we, we, Barb brought, bought us a new TV for Christmas. Big screen. Smart TV. Not too smart. It's like Marcus Smart. Right? It's just like that TV right there on the wall right in front yeah. of me. The TV, and I know that you guys think you can fix it, and I wish you could. The TV comes on anyway, and it stays on between 8 and 14 minutes, and then it shuts off. We've, it's on a timer. It's not on a timer. We've had every human being come to my house and tried to fix this. So the other night, she finally calls him. I guess, I think it's Sony. She calls him up. Yep, we're going to reboot it. It'll be all fixed. Yep, perfect. Got it. 100%. We're in. Thank you. TV's on for four minutes. Shuts off. I'm like, this is this has been going on for four friggin' months. We can't. Yeah. You can't watch anything. So I th- watched game five up in my I realized I could get it on Hulu. <laughs> So I'm upstairs by myself watching that fifth game. I've never seen a game. And thank God I'm not like a diehard fan anymore. <laughs> that was the most frustrating loss I've ever witnessed on besides the Patriots 28 to 3 comeback. It was it was just the most ridiculous thing. We got Jalen Brown out there in the third quarter scores 16 points. He looked like Michael Jordan. Yeah. We got Smart and Tatum on the bench the whole time. The Celts are keeping the lead double digits. He's carrying the load. We come out the fourth quarter. Jalen Brown sits on the bench for four minutes and 30 seconds. He doesn't start the quarter. Doesn't play for a third of the quarter. He ends up scoring one point in the fourth quarter. Tatum's taking every shot possible, falling on his ass, missing. He was like 12 for 29. And then we got Marcus Smart down the stretch. You got Grant Williams and uh, the white guy out there. Look like they have vertigo. Dribbling off their feet, dribbling around in circles, passing it to the other team. What a combination of that. How they came back and won that game last night is is mind-boggling to me after what they went through. It's amazing the resiliency these teams come up with. I don't know how you get off the deck after that loss. And they come back and they beat them last night at Milwaukee. Now we have a game seven tomorrow in the Garden. And we got the Bruins tonight. Today, I think 4.30, it's an afternoon game. Yeah. It's amazing stuff. I don't know how the Bruins are going to do this. They've got absolutely clobbered down there in Carolina, three games. They're a totally different team at home. 
It's right. just so. Here's another stat that I this is this will really make you sick. Listen to this statistic. So they pulled a guy. They pulled a referee for tomorrow for tomorrow's game for the Celtics. They pulled him. He's not doing the game. The guy who's running the crew. The last 14 games he's done for the Celtics, the Celtics have won all 14. The guy they took off, a guy named Foster, they seem to think he's going to Phoenix for game seven. The last 14 games he's done that Chris Paul's played in, they've lost. How about that? That's a thing. How is it, how is it possible that you got a game seven and you switch. I don't know. Why are you switching the refs? I don't know. He's not sick. They say it's not COVID either. It's not COVID, yeah. but you're just switching them. I'm not 100% sure that he's going to Phoenix, but I know he. they talked about it, and he's not doing the Celtic game. They pulled him, and I don't I don't know what happened. So, so the good news for the Celtics fans, you got the ref who's won 14 in a row for yeah. the Celts. But then – the games have been alternating. Win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Yep. They're in the losers bracket right now. I get I'm sick of listening to all these commentators on EEI predicting these games. Like, you know, the Celtics were gonna kill them in game five. Yeah. I'm like, that's you know what, bet against that and they end up losing. I'm not a prediction guy, but after what they've been through and you're at home. And their second best player is not even playing for Milwaukee. Right. This is the time. This is the time. This is their time. So, I mean, everybody out there is playing hard. But these two teams, I mean, if you've watched uh, them come down, the banging, the just going at it. They're beating each other up. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to have enough to move on? I mean, that used to be the old days when the Celtics would have to play the Sixers. Remember when Dr. Yeah. J played? We'd always get stuck playing them in the semifinals. And they would just beat each other up and then you know, have to go to that next series wounded. It's, it's the same situation as it was in the old days. Uh, I'd be Which in- way is Giannis going to go when he's got the ball? Right through you. Right through you? But if he has to take a step, which way is it? He's to the right. Go to the every right. yeah, because he's right here. Every time, Pax. Yeah, it's like, you know, could I cover him? No, but I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess moving to the left a little. So who did what last night in the Celtics game? Someone, I'm sure a bunch of you watched it. Tatum got forty something. He did. Yeah. About he had forty six. Giannis had forty four. Tatum was 17 for 32. So he was firing him up last night. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we were talking about him out in the hallway, right? Stop putting him in the same sentence with LeBron and Steph Curry because he's not him. You know, I was going through it. You go through Magic and Bird and Jordan, Reggie Miller, Isaiah Thomas, those guys never had bad games. This guy plays good every fourth game. Right. Right. Every fourth. That's not a superstar. He scored 10 points one game. Right. How could he score? You could, Bird played one game. I watched the highlights the other day. <clears throat> he took 
<coughs> excuse me, he took 28 shots, and 12 of them he took left-handed, and he scored 34 points. He played the game left-handed, basically. He was trying yeah. to prove a point. And we got this guy out here. You know, they keep touting him. He's a top five. He's not a top five player. He's not even your one guy. You, they need to bring someone in there, a leader. And it's not Marcus Smart. I'm sorry. Marcus isn't the man you want with the ball with time running down. He's our point guard in game five. We saw what happened at the end of the game. That's yeah. not all his fault. He had one assist in the game. Right. He's our point guard. Right. How can you have one assist? Christ, I have more assists than on the layup line before the game than that. Like, it's not even it's not even that's not even a thing. A point guard has one assist. He's Jackie Bradley. I hate to I hate Kate to, I hate to keep beating that he's Jackie Bradley. He's a good defender. And, yeah. he's, and he's a buck ninety hitter. He is. I know he made a couple shots. He's the kid you were the gym class. You say, okay, take your shots early in the game. Right. right. Don't touch the ball in the last 12 minutes. Right. We're going to win. You hate to see him come down and hit a three when it. Oh, here we go. Oh, God, the next one's <laughs> Just fiddle and diddle and give it up to the right. Let somebody hammer. All right. 888-299-3151. You listen to the buzz. We've got a good guest coming on at 11. Bam. Slow it down. I like that. Nice little slow dance. Yeah. Okay, at, you uh, know. at 11 o'clock, we've got Taylor Soul coming on. She has some big, big news. Uh, she's made a decision to do something a little different next year, and I'm excited to have her on. So here's the th- here's the crazy. I looked up Taylor Soul's statistics. So if anybody doesn't know Taylor Soul, she grew up in West Lebanon. Went to the Lebanon school system, and then in high school, she went out to KOA, made her mark out there in basketball. Goes on to Boston College, full scholarship, you know, just everything everybody dreams about. She finished her career with 1,522 points, 670 rebounds. She shot 70% for the free throw line. I can't tell you. How many nights we went over there and worked on her free throw shooting? I'm interested to talk to her about it. Shot 70%. She she scored 399 free throws she made in college. Really? Uh, just 400 points just from the free throw line. Tells you how aggressive she is. So how many points did she score? 1,400? 1,522. So what's that break down to about 350? She averaged, she averaged 13.5 for her career. Is what it came out to be, her average. But her average got better. She Everything she did, she got better as she went along from her freshman year up. Everything. Like, she's in her – you know what? Honestly, her – she plays out of control because she's so damn aggressive and so fast. But her assist-to-turnover ratio was basically even. You huh. know, for every assist, she had a turnover, basically. I think she averaged, like, one one turnover a game, less than two turnovers a game, which is which is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to talk to her. She she made some decisions in the last month that I didn't agree with, but it's funny. She came to her house a couple of weeks ago late at night. She jumped in bed with me and Barb. 
I said, we need to have a talk. I know, Richie, I know. But she, uh, but she's made a decision for next year, which I, I totally agree with, with it, and I hope hope it works out for her. She's a good kid. What, a, what an athlete. So there's an umpire clinic, Woody, that we're talking about, right? Yeah. And Pete sent me the stuff. I just don't know if he sent it. If he sent it to me on an email. So I think John Granger has something to do with this, right? Yeah. Huh? I believe it's for the littler <coughs> kids. So there's an um, there's an umpire clinic. It's coming up, and I'm not sure when it is, if I could find the, the email or the text that Pete sent me, and I could read about it. Um, I told him to remind me during the show, but you just did. So we'll get the information on that before the show. There's a shortage of umpires, obviously. Um, and so we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can, if I can find that and we can talk about where you could go. Cause they, they do. And it's for like what he said, I think it's for little kids. Right. Um, I mean, any kids do little league, I believe. And then you go higher in it, but, uh, just get these little kids out there playing. We here we go right here. Umpire clinic. It is our local area is having a real umpire shortage. Uh, baseball is thriving, making it very difficult. Baseball games officials, da da da, da. <coughs> Certified Babe Ruth, Cal Ripken, New Hampshire State umpires offered to hold an umpire clinic this Sunday. Tomorrow. 9 to 11 at Logan Field on Water Street. Straight down there behind, behind the Lebanon Fire Station. Just go down that hill right there on the right. 9 to 11. It'll cover uh, umpiring as part of being part of a team and call the strike zone from behind the pitcher. Wow, that sounds intriguing. So that's tomorrow, 9 to 11 at Logan Field, if anybody wants to participate and help out with the, with the youth around here, which would be very much appreciated. <clears throat> okay, so Toronto, Toronto, Tampa tonight, right? Game seven. Toronto basically is what I'm hearing. They're the Red Sox of hockey. Right, as far as the drought goes, to win the cup. Yeah. Toronto is 0-8 since 2018 in potential series deciding games. Since 2018, they're 0-8. <clears throat> haven't made the second round of the playoffs since 2004. Tampa Bay, since 2019, is 17-0 in postseason games following a loss. And they're two-time champs. They're playing at Toronto. So, Listen to this at Toronto. How long do you think the waiting list? It seats 19,000 people. Yeah. I think the tickets are going for 1,500 tonight. How long do you think the waiting list is to get on the season ticket at, in Toronto? Just a team who hasn't won it. I, I don't even know if they've been in the championship since like 67 maybe. <coughs> Ironically, the Red Sox, Jim Lomborg. 130-year <coughs> waiting list <laughs> to get season tickets. So right now it ain't possible to get one. If you live for another 130 years, right. you can get one. Right. 130 years. Talk about loving your sport. Man. Yeah, hey, they just moved down. You're down to 128 years. Perfect. Getting back to basketball <coughs> a little bit, what has ever happened? Because I, I – listen, I didn't watch basketball – what has happened to quite Leonard? Where is he? I don't know. I don't even know who he plays for. Isn't that something? Yeah. 
He was the man going around. He won. and For Toronto. Yeah. And then he, guess he went somewhere, but he's disappeared. Clippers, maybe? I have no idea. I think he's a clipper. Yeah, he. You don't. I don't know what he's doing. He's always hurt. Yeah. The bad back, making the money. Yeah, I haven't heard a word about him. Hey, so I'm reading the paper and I'm listening to Greg. How long has Hanover been the Bears? Did we even know they were the Bears? Did you know that? They've probably been the <coughs> Bears the whole season. I remember la- uh, last year they were trying to vote on some names. And that's it with the Bears? Yeah. They had, like, the Orange Crush, and they were trying to figure out what they were going to go with. And they Three went, little bears. And, and they went with the Bears. Wow, I didn't I – didn't, how did I not realize that? Um, so the Bears actually had a big comeback win yesterday. <laughs> they were down 4 nothing going to the top of the seventh. Came up with six for a win, 6-4. I heard Greg say that. Um, you went to some baseball games last night? Yeah, I went <coughs> to the Newport Claremont game, annual game there. We try to go down. Don't they C2. play both places? Yes, they play. They played in Newport in the afternoon, and then they play at Barnes Park at night, 7 o'clock. So who won the games? Claremont did, both of them. They did? Yeah. But, I mean, it was decent back and forth, just some awful fielding stuff that you shouldn't be seeing. Was it crowded? Mm, Pretty good, I would say. Down there under the lights. Yeah, warm. Nice night for it. Yeah, what a night to play baseball. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's an annual event, right? The doubleheader, home and away. Yeah. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. We see the Bates every year down there. Benny Bates, father, mother. They come down, watch it every year. So I'm looking here. Windsor's 2-7 and seven in baseball. They lost to Fairhaven. Uh, Hartford is 3-7 and seven as well. Wow. That's, that's, that's not normal. No. For those teams. Um I'm sure we got a. There's got to be a slate of games. I know Dartmouth's playing a double uh, double header today, starting at 11:30 against Columbia, the best team in the league. I believe they have a 19-game winning streak. So only two teams make the playoffs. Dartmouth's up against it. They got to play three against the best team in the league, <clears throat> and Penn has plays Princeton, the worst team in the league. Dartmouth has to sweep, and Penn has to lose all three. So not looking good for the Big Green. But if no. you want to watch some good baseball. I heard Greg talking about Columbia's lineup. They've got guys at 9, 10, 11, 12 homers right up and down that lineup. So you'll probably see some home runs up there today at Red Raw Field. It starts at 11.30, doubleheader. Nice day for baseball. <clears throat> you know, 80-something degrees. Think about what we've been through. We were the we were the Lebanon Raiders. Yep. Hanover with their name. Marauders. Marauders. How many years did that go on? I mean, how many years did we have that name? Oh, 100. Yeah. And now it's a bad thing, and you got to take the pitches off the floor and stuff. How many years will it go with everybody changing their name, the Bears, whatever? You don't think much about that. But how many years will that go before something comes up and – They'll have to change that name. With the Bears? Yeah. Because they're offending the Bears? Yeah. I mean, someone was 
joking the other day. I heard I don't know who the heck was talking about it. We we're talking about the hurricanes in Hartford, like they're saying how dangerous hurricanes are. People are just overthinking it. <clears throat> yeah, so you know the hurricanes, you know, killed a lot of people. And I'm like, cut it out. Right. Like, what do you? I mean, you might hear grizzly bear attacks and somebody gets killed. The next thing you know, we can't have the bears. I mean, don't even get me going on it. It's just like we no, have. No, that's what I'm saying. Is how long will this go? I know. It's like I mean, we still have the Kansas City Chiefs. We still have the Atlanta Braves. Still got the Florida State Seminoles. You got on and on. You right. Know, it's just we pick and choose who because can do they're what. not playing that game. Why do you got to jump in with them? There's what nothing it? wrong with eleven and Raiders. No, you wouldn't think. But someone was offended, or they wouldn't. Have... Why? And that's a question we ask. Why would somebody be offended with their logo on your floor? And and and. Right. You'd be. What if we were the Lebanon Woodwoods or the Lebanon Woods? Right. You'd be proud of that. Yeah. 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 I never thought of it that way. Why do we? We dedicate at Lang Metcalf Stadium. That offend anybody? Probably. Somewhere down the line, it does. Yeah, probably somebody, yeah, who didn't like playing for him or something. I don't know. <laughs> but that's what we're saying. Yeah. No, it's true. We got to stop hopping on that bus. It's never gonna stop. It's just gonna get worse. Well, that train's rolling down the tracks, <laughs> kid. It's going downhill. All right, you listen to the buzz. Eight 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 two nine nine three one five one. Give us a call. Bam! Plenty to talk about if you're a New England sports fan, that's for sure. Patriots schedule down in Miami in September at 104 degrees. Another excuse to lose. Oh and one. (laughs) Oh and one. (laughs) Bam! Patriots trade Jared Stidham to the Raiders. For a seventh-round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, he's out there with Josh McDaniel. Josh is loading up the bus out there in Raiderville. They just give <clears> him <throat> away, which is fine. about the Raiders? Is that offensive or what? Bad logo? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. If there ever was one, that's it. Raiders, the Pirates. Right. Oh, we'll have to get on that one. Um, Brittany Griner. She gets delayed another month in Russia. She had like a pre-trial yesterday, so they delayed it another month. <clears throat> Maximum penalty, 10 years in jail. So was she playing for the WNBA and can't play now? She's in Russia. She's st- no, I I know, but isn't the season starting? 
Grayson, I thought it was winding down in the playoffs. No, so I'm not no, sure. they play in the summer. Oh, so people will yeah, watch them. It's going on. Huh? Yeah, no, she's. I hate to say this, but if Trump was president, she'd be home. She would be. Yeah. He. Or she wouldn't be. It all depends what side of the coin Trump is on with the bringing the pot over to right Russia. But not too smart. <clears throat> I mean, in the end, it's like anything else, right? If you don't do it, then you're you're <laughs> right. If you don't bring the vape over with hashish oil, whatever the hell's it, whatever cannabis or whatever, then we're not in this predicament. But we we tend to blame everybody but ourselves when we do stupid things. <clears throat> Let's get into the bingo. What bingo? Talk to me about the bingo. The bingo win. Oh no! Come on! No. Woody's playing bingo at La Salette. Ah, have a good night. Explain it. Well, you got to get these rip tickets. You got to find a pig or something on it there. And I ripped it open. There were three pigs. I didn't even know what they were. Yeah. And yeah, but you don't automatically win because you have three pigs, though, right? Don't you still have to get bingo? Right. You don't automatically <clears throat> win, but you got the best ticket if you win. Oh, if you win. Okay, right. okay, yep, yep. I mean, and it gives you a column in bingo. You got B numbers, I numbers, blah, blah, blah. It makes a column right down. And if your column wins, then you can go up and you can go up and uh, pick some A or B there to win some money. And I yep. happened to win one for $1,100. But you could have won what? About 2000 Okay, so tell the people how it goes. So you, you have to go up front? Yeah. So you're up front. Yeah. How many people are at bingo? Probably 70. 70 people. Yeah. You're the only man. Any exploit? Are you the only guy playing? No. There's a lot of them in there. What? Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You hang out with them? No. I don't hang out with only. You and your bride? Yeah. Your mother go? My mother and my sister. Okay, so you're at bingo. You get bingo, but people know you have bingo because it's up on the screen, right? It's up on the screen. You can see they call numbers in that column, okay, in column eight, boom, boom, boom. He needs one more number to win. Boom, boom, boom. Column seven needs one more to win. And if they win, they win $200, but they don't get to pick they doors don't the because picks. I got the, the golden ticket right, right now. Yeah. But I have to win my column to now, do Now, does it. everybody know that you have the pigs before the game? They they, they did uh, no, when they I did. played it. Oh, they knew? Yeah. Before you got bingo, though, they knew you had the pigs? Yeah. Okay, so the last number you won on was three. Right. So, so I had column three, and yep. three was the last number. And three comes up. You like? Yep. Are you hollering, bingo? No. no you don't everybody say, went, you won, you won. I said, okay. What do I do now? Okay, so you walk up front. Yeah. And the guy says, you get three chances? Yeah. He says, three bit, something like three pigs built a house. The first one was straw. For $250, do you pick house A or B? Yeah. I said, B. He said, sorry, loser. And everybody's <laughs> going, ah. Yeah. And then he says, the pig built one with brick. Yeah. Okay. For eleven hundred dollars, A or B? I said B. You're a winner. Nice. 
Yeah. The place goes crazy. Oh yeah. And then the last one. A or B, and you had to stick with 50. B because you, you. And I went big because I went right down them all. Yeah. Sorry, loser. So that was another six fifty can. Yeah. Wow. So I got two hundred for winning and and eleven hundred for. Nice. The straw house, whatever. Did you win the other games? And then I won another bingo game. For how much? Hundred bucks. Wow. That didn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, often does how often do people get the pigs? I don't know. That's the first time I've seen anybody do that. Huh. I don't think off, often. I said, you can't get hooked on these tickets. So that's like super bingo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that what it's called? This is... Down to, what do you mean, super bingo? Like at. Uh... Well, Harry used to run the bingo oh. in White River. Oh, yeah. Expensive. Costs like, I don't know, 50 or 100 bucks to just play. Do they do pull tickets on the side and stuff? Like, Harry used to have the tickets like the Legion has. He used to sell a pile of those at Bingo. People gamble. I've never seen the ones like on the regular tickets, like playing like the three pigs or something. You can pull it and get a free ticket or $50 or something like that. Yeah. So that's basically, I don't know that much about it. How long does Bingo last? Uh... Starts at six thirty, and you're on the road by nine. Wow! Yeah. Any food? Oh yeah, they have a break. Go down and get a five, six hot dogs, whatever. Oh, they have a concession. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. So people, is that every Tuesday? Yeah. Six thirty, people. There you go. I can watch right out that top window when the lake's calm. See if any carps jumping out there. <laughs> I got to go. Whatever. Yeah. Bryce Harper, he's hurt. UCL. Yeah. UCL joint. Is that what it is? Ligament. Uh, He can't throw for four weeks, but he can DH. How about this one? Kristen Yelich. You see what he did this week? He was hurt a lot last year. He hit for the cycle. Third time in his career. Really? Yeah. Last at bat, he got needed a triple. He got it, drilled it down the right field line. Um, and so all three of his cycles have come against the Reds. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's something. So there's five other guys who have done it three times. No one's done it four. Adrian Beltre and Trey Turner were the two, and I didn't recognize the other three names. So if he gets another one, he's going to be the – Top dog. That's amazing. Yeah. Guy can hit. Yeah. It's not a fluke. No. The only reason you didn't hear his name last year, because he was out the air. He broke or hurt something there. Everybody's hurt. Who did he he play for? Did he play for the Brewers? He plays for the Brewers. Now? Yeah. I think he was in Colorado or something first. I was thinking he got traded, but maybe not. Or they no, dealt him. No, or he he went. I think he went from Colorado to the Brewers. That was a big deal when he signed yeah. with them when he was a free agent. Uh, the NBA is celebrating its 75th anniversary, and they're unveiling new trophies and awards. 
We've got the Eastern Conference Finals MVP will be the Larry Bird Award. The Western Conference Finals will be the Irving Magic Johnson Award. The Championship Trophy in the East will be the Bob Cousy Award. The Championship Trophy in the West will be the Oscar Robertson Award. The Finals MVP, Bill Russell Award. And there's two other awards that are Kobe and Kareem. Bob Lanier passes away this week. Um, great player in the NBA. Had a hell of a career in college as well. He played at St. Bonaventure. He actually played with his teammates with my college basketball coach, Gene Fahey, down there in Plymouth. In three years at St. Bonaventure, he averaged 27.6 points a game and 15.7 rebounds. What a college career. In the NBA, he played 15 seasons. He averaged 20 points and 10 rebounds. Got in the Hall of Fame in 92. He was very uh, involved in the community and doing did a lot of did a lot of great work. Um, I'm surprised they don't have the Marcus Mart Award. What the hell would that be? <laughs> what, what, what would you give that out for? Doing dumb things. Best point guy. Being destructive. Isn't he close to the most assists in the league this year? Yeah, he had four. <laughs> yeah, he averaged less than one a game. Oh, my God. Uh, what else we got going here? So we got Taylor Soul coming on at 11. Be, uh, it'll be fun. Uh, rookie Angels, Reed Detmers. No hitter this week. Really? 108 pitches. Christ, he'll have to take a month off. Huh? You know what I've been noticing a lot, though? Listen, we know where the Red Sox are, but there's pitchers going into the sixth and seventh inning now. What? Figure, pitchers are going six or seven innings now instead of pulling them after five. I don't know. They probably figure their bullpen and can't hold them anyway, so... Okay, listen to the buzz. Burn, baby, burn. Bam! Justin Verlander pitched one game in 2020, no games in 2021, had Tommy John. He's 4-1 this year with a 1.55 ERA. Wow. For who? Verlander. Houston. He's had a hell of a career. That yeah. Guy. He's a Hall of Fame, all right? I haven't even seen how Houston's doing this year. They're doing year. good. Are they? Yeah. yeah. They lost some players. Well, a good team again. They're, they're always good. Yeah. Been banging that drum. Trey, season ended on Thursday. I went down to Eastern Connecticut. He pitched. Gave up three runs in the first, and then he he got through the next four innings. Pitched really well. He got tired. I could tell. He was throwing hard. 
His last inning was the fifth inning. I like get him out of there. Like he's just <laughs> bad. They, they left him in one yeah. one inning too long. Yeah. He came out down five three and then ended up getting beat. He had a good season. I think he was four and four. He got to pitch a bunch and good crew. A lot of good players from New Hampshire on his team. Honestly, like the shortstop and first baseman are both great players. They're freshmen. They're from White Mountain. They went to White Mountain High School. Ha! Huh. There's another kid, Bobby. Bobby Cleish played at Exeter. Good kid, pitcher, football player. He won a ton of state championships at Exeter in different sports. Good guy. A lot of New Hampshire kids on that team. And they're not really – they're not losing anybody. So next year should be – it should be a fun year for them, that, that final year. So did Trey ever have a chance to hit? Never never swung the bat. Nope. Didn't want to? Nope. I asked him, same thing, scrimmages and stuff. No, I don't know. I don't get it. Huh. Why would you play baseball if you don't want to hit? Right. I don't. But he doesn't. I don't even talk to him about it anymore. So how many years he got left? At Plymouth? Hopefully one. <laughs> I mean, eligibility, he's got a ton left. Cause he, oh, really? Yeah. But I think hopefully this is it. We'll see. I can't imagine him going back the fifth year for to play baseball. Just I don't see it. I, I certainly offered it to him. Yeah? I said, you know what, you could take – because I did that. I took this fall off my fifth year and came back in the spring. He could do that. I don't know where he stands with his credits and stuff, so yeah. I'm sure it'll end up costing me one way or the other if he. But he had a great time. Yeah. With his baseball, yeah. his class, you know, Did good classes. School. Yeah, everything. Everything was good. He enjoyed it. He loves the kids. Um, you know, it's great for the mother to go down and get to see yeah. him, take him to dinner. And, you know, he's moving in with Mike Flurry next year. They're living in a house. That's another story in itself. He roomed with Kobe this year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Kobe Benoit, one of the heroes of the Legion baseball summer. Kids have just got to see it. You know what I mean? They get all caught up with the big colleges. Yeah. But when it comes right down to it, unless you are the man, no, I, go to a college and play and and I was saying have a to, good time. I played golf yesterday afternoon with Mikey Schaefer and Shane and Charlie Carr, and I was telling Mike, I think the college experience for Trey is just way better. You know, Roanoke was a great baseball school, but it was kind of a full-time job. You yeah. know, and, and it's not down there at Plymouth. You know, they play during the baseball season. It's, yeah. not, it's not demanding. You know, it's, it's, it's great, honestly. You know, we're going to talk to Taylor here. You, she could tell you about what it's like to be a Division One athlete, and she's a star. But she, has, she had no time to do – you know, she had no time. Right. To, time to herself. We'll talk to her about that when we come back off the break. So you listen to the buzz of Rich and Woody. We got Taylor Salt coming on. Then you guys can open up the open up the floodgates and give us some calls. You listen to the buzz. Bam! Shake, shake, shake. 
Hey, welcome back to the buzz. Rich and Woodrow. I just got caught up there. I was looking at the fishing derby for uh, down at Lake Wind Pasaki, and we'll talk about it later. Go ahead. Who is it? Hello. Who is it? Richie Parker. It's Taylor. Taylor, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I heard y'all talking about Winnipesaukee. My mom, I'm going out there next week. Get on the boat. Winnipesaukee? Oh, yeah. After graduation. When are you graduating? Uh, next Monday. Or not this Monday, the 23rd. Nice. So you made it. I know. I'm literally headed actually to my final exam as we speak. Are you really? Yeah, so. Got to make sure so, I pass that one. But how are you? I'm good. So listen, couple things here. What the heck are you doing? I'm coming back to school, Rich. I know, but get settled in somewhere so I can talk to you for five minutes. <laughs> no, I know. I'm I'm settled in, Rich. Don't you worry. We're good. Okay. So, do you have any idea the statistics you had at Boston College? Like, do you aware of how many points you scored and rebounds and stuff? Uh, 1,522 points, and I think about 671 rebounds, shooting about 50%. So you heard me say that already on the show. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I already, I already know. Actually, no, I saw an article about it yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, scored, you scored 1,500 points. You scored 300. I'm going to give you credit, your foul shoot. Remember we used to work on your foul shooting? In, at KUA, right? You shot 70% in college. That's good. That's not too bad. I wanted to get more up to like the 75, 78, but I'll take it. Yeah, no, you made that seven out of every 10. That's, I mean, coming from where we started, where you started, that's really good. I mean, you scored 400 points at the foul line. I mean, that's an average of that's 100 insane. a season. That's a lot of foul shots. That's, that's a, a rough kid right there. So, you know how many three-pointers you made in your career? Yeah, what was it, three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three, for, <laughs> three for 24. Why in the hell were you taking a three-pointer? I think I'm Giannis out there. I just, I, I see that. I just want to chuck them. Honestly, I think sometimes I just so happen to have the ball at the end of the, the shot clock. I just chuck it up. Right, yeah, I, I figured that. Um, and yeah. you got better every year. I look at your stats. You average eight points as a freshman, then 14, 5, 15, 7, 16. I mean, you had a lot of rebounds. You had, I mean, you had a hell of a career. So let's move on. So I want to talk to you a little bit. I know where you're headed, and I haven't told anybody. I'll let you say that. But let's talk about you finished this season. Does the WNBA contact you? been in touch with me since like freshman year a couple teams have been in touch like they'll come won't tell you come to some games um and at the end of this year i was in touch with the connecticut suns a lot of the time um which was obviously nice uh and in my head i figured i want to play in the WNBA, but i wasn't feeling how i was playing this year i thought that to try to get into a league that's so difficult to span a roster that right. I wanted to, whether it was go overseas or go to school, get better with my guard game because I'd have to play the three 
the next level. And so that was kind of how the conversation went with the coaches that I had talked with. And they were really nice, and they all kind of said the same thing. is you got a high motor. You're, you're great at defense. You're a great kid. Um, you, if you can get a three ball in there a little bit, uh, that would be great for, obviously, the next level. And so I was kind of like, let me see what I can do. And, obviously, if I, I've been getting better ever since I've stepped that on campus at BC. So um, I know that the Connecticut Suns, the Chicago Sky, they'll be watching me this season. And so to play another year in the States where I know they can watch me a bit closer, I think is going to be really good for me wow. in next year's draft. Awesome. So – so now let's get to the next chapter. So how did this all develop? And tell the people where you're headed and how it happened. So I'm going to be taking my fifth year, my COVID year at Virginia Tech, um, which I'm really excited about. They're also in the ACC, but I'm just excited because we got a lot of talent that's going to be there. Um, it'll be me. We have the uh, reigning ACC player of the year, uh, Elizabeth Kitley. She's our, uh, our post player. And then we actually just got another transfer, All-American, uh, Ashley Wusu from uh, from Maryland. So, kind of, I was about to sign with an agent. I was about to sign a contract to go overseas, obviously, and play in Australia. And it was kind of like the timing of everything was, um, it was kind of crazy. It was like, as, as soon as I sign, I can't come back to school and, it was like, hey, this this opportunity is kind of here if you want to take it. And so I still had my eligibility at the time. And I was kind of like, I can go to Australia or overseas at any time. But the one year to come back um, and play on a team that's ranked number 15th in the country, I mean, I couldn't turn it down. I knew I wanted to get to the NCAA tournament. That's something we never got to do. And so it kind of felt like a no-brainer at that point. I noticed you didn't ask me for any guidance when you decided to go to Australia. <laughs> no, no, I had a feeling I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, that was that would have been a triple bogey. I'm sorry. You made a good decision. You made the best decision for you and your future by staying in college. And, you know, I would mentioned it a few times. Now oh, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. You know what? It's a great move. You, you're never going to regret this, Taylor. You're going to love it. You're going to play with, like you said, you get yeah. all these great players. It's going to be different than what, how it was at BC where you don't, you're not going to have to carry the load. You're not going to have to play great every night and score a million points. You just do your job and, you know what, fit in. And I know you will. I mean, you're so damn aggressive that uh, it's amazing. And you know what? You know what's yeah. really amazing if you think about it? How – how hard you play all the time, you're at 120% all the time, and you really have avoided any major injuries. I know. Knock on wood. I think yeah. my team always, like, joke about it, like, she swole or whatever. But, honestly, like, I've gotten really lucky just because, I mean, you look back some games, Jesus, I'm on the ground half the damn time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Stick a handle and you can be a broom. I mean, I've all, you always you, – but you always played that way, though. I mean – yeah, you know what? Yeah. So, no, that's a, that's amazing stuff. I was so happy to hear that when Ava told me you're going to Virginia Tech. It just, it's just, it's just a good, it's a good thing. You can't. There's nothing bad yeah. about that decision at all. And what did it you feel, It feels right. And yeah, my teammates obviously like the the not downside of it is that I got to play DC next year. But the way I look <laughs> at it, I mean, I gave literally everything to to Boston College, and I. I 
has to credit them for obviously having me come in just like an athletic kid with zero IQ or skills. So um, obviously it was a great four years, but that's what I signed up for. So again, uh, they were obviously really supportive and uh, they understand the the opportunity that's there. They're like, you can't, you can't turn that down. So for them to support me, for my parents to support me, uh, my girlfriend supports me, my coaches, everyone, it just made it that much easier. And I think I knew at the end of the day, this was the decision I had to make, but for it to kind of be made on my own terms, I think this makes it that much better. I know uh, Tate's dad is going to be excited about this one. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to, before we let you go here, I know you going to finals um just can you just explain to people we have all these parents here think that the kids are division one athlete right and i was just talking about trey how he's at plymouth and it's fun for him it's not a full-time job can you just explain what it takes to be a division one athlete and not just your average division one athlete i mean your first team all acc player for christ's sake can you just tell the people like how your days you just don't have a lot of time to yourself right no, I mean, it definitely, it takes a lot. It takes, like, a different breed, and I think, especially nowadays, there's so many different things going on from other people's perspective, whether it's, like, the parents, the, the AAU coach, the kid, um, and it just takes a lot of mental toughness, and, like, I honestly think maturity to communicate with the people around you to get what you need out of the program. Like, I think at the end of the day, it's a business, and if both sides can understand that but also can work hard for the same goals, I think it's so much easier. And I think that's kind of where I've had my success is you got to work smarter, not harder. And so communicating with people around you is being like, hey, like, I need this, I need that. But also, like, take advantage of it. Um, like, once you work hard, because you're going to have to work when when your friends are saying, hey, let's go hang out or, or whatnot, you got to – you got to eat right. You have to be consistent in, in what you're doing. But at the end of the day, I can look back and say it's all worth it. Um, and so now that I get another year to do that at a school where I'm really excited to hopefully do some, like, NIL stuff now and, like, uh, work in the community over there. So I'm excited to, to do some of that stuff, hopefully make some money. Hey, so, yeah, what's going on with the NIL? You got a little cash, too, I heard. <laughs> Hell yeah, I got a little cash going on. I need some money. That's that's another thing. Is the NCAA they're, they're catching up to us? They're like these student athletes have way too much money. One of my friends on a football team out here getting offered like six hundred thousand dollars to transfer to a school. I'm like that. I was that is insane to me. I barely got. I just paid for gas. I gave the guy five ones. That's all I had in my car. I'm like, I need to make you some money. <laughs> he gave the guy five ones. Give me five bucks worth. That's a gallon nowadays. Yeah, trust. I got three dots on my thing right now. I'm going to have to fill it up on the way back. <laughs> Listen, I'm so happy for you. You've been amazing. You're, uh, I couldn't be happier for you. I think the whole Upper Valley's thrilled for you, honestly. Thanks, um, Richie. I'll I see love you. I know you'll be coming home soon. Get Come over. Don't jump in bed with me again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak too soon, Rich. I'll be over soon. Okay. I'll see you. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. How about that? I think she's getting two or three grand a month. The NIL. Being what? No, it's the, it's the new thing in college. It's name, name, name and likeness. 
that's how all the players make money. All the boosters get allowed to pay players now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like she said, the football player BC got offered six hundred grand from some school to go there. So she's getting she's getting some money. Yeah. Like she said, she just filled up. She had five dollars on her. All right. To get gas, like she has no money. She's down there, and she's right about working smarter, not harder. Um, right. I was surprised that came out of her mouth. She's come a long ways. Um, you know. These kids have to budget their time. That's the number one thing for these athletes. The, you know, there are 168 hours in a week, and technically you're only allowed to spend 20 a week with the with with the coaches. But we know that's not true. And like she said, when her when her teammates are out partying and having fun, she's working on stuff. Right. She's doing stuff, and you know, she's dedicated. She has fun. I mean, it's not like she doesn't go out and have fun. She definitely does, but. She certainly has her priority straight, and that's a big step right there. She's going to Virginia Tech, which is an amazing school. If you've ever been there, it's it's. You get a feeling when you walk on that campus. It's different. There's something different about it. You know, they had the deaths there years ago, and they've got all the monuments up, and you know, you can feel something special there at Virginia Tech. So, and hopefully, we will get to see her play at BC next year. She'll come for a home game. Get us some tickets. So, how is Virginia Tech Bennett? Ben and women. She said they're top fifteen, right? And they got—I know they got a bunch of hot shot transfers in there too, besides her. Right. So, so they're coming in to make yeah, a team. Yeah. This year. Yeah. To give uh, Connecticut them teams. Yeah. Run. Yeah. We'll see. That's that's it's amazing though. That kid grew up in West Lebanon. You know, she yeah. is a thoroughbred. If you ever saw her. Uh, Man, she could do everything. I mean, she was the fastest kid in her age in the country when she was in sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> she beat Ryan Milliken in a race. <laughs> All right. Listen to the buzz. 888-299-3151. Give us a call. Give us your thoughts on Taylor or the Celtics or the Bruins. Or the weather or the, or the fishing. Or the, or the red flops. They're hot. Yeah. They won one in a row. <laughs> Bam. Roller coaster. The Ohio players. Say what? What? Ooh, me. What? What? You know the song? Oh, yeah. players let's thank the sponsors Ford of Claremont the Ford Giant you know that sale they had two weekends ago they sold 18 cars that weekend really 11 Ford Bronco Sports on the weekend they sold 18 when they did that below sticker price Edward Jones Investment Hotline TBW Automotive 35 years of service down there Mechanic Street Kid is auto. They can't fix it. Scrap it. Brownies on a Winnipesaukee out in the boat Marsh Brothers Deli Upper Valley Stove with Shawnee Griffin Wilson Tire kept me rolling along this week. Needed new tires for my bride's car. HP Roofing. They're not goofing, they're roofing. JS Autobody, Pete and Toby, Bubba's Bar and Grill. Bubba's. Jake's Market, everywhere. Richard's Electric over there in Wilder. Four Aces Diner in West Lev. Smith Auctioneers, Billy and Maria definitely down and watching baseball Roanoke. Pro Optical down in the Target Plaza, serving the Upper Valley over 40 years. MJS Lawn Care out of Bells Falls. Lundy's Lawn Care and Maintenance. Looking for help. Paint and place signs with Chad Hemingway down there in Newport. Martin's Mechanical, our favorite plumber. 
Barden Concrete, pouring slabs and basements everywhere in the Upper Valley for ever. Great, great company. Thank you, everybody, for sponsoring our show. What do you want to talk a little fishing before we get? Sure, to Brownie was down there the Winnipesaukee Fishing Derby, and it looks like seven six eight is winning the salmon department. On down six three five six two something. These are pounds, people. Yeah, all the way down to five pounds. You're not going down? No. Why? Haven't been down for years. Just give it up. Carp fishing? Yeah. Today? Well, I did already this morning. See one good one. Probably 28, 30 pounds. Didn't hook him up. We'll get him, though. You think so? Oh, yeah. Well, everybody knows. They're all going to be out yeah. there tomorrow. I can't tell you where I was. <laughs> Last time, I couldn't get back in there. What time are you going to be out there tomorrow? Oh, probably somewhere around 5.30 in the morning. Why Why early? I don't... Because they like to come up when the sun's coming up. Huh. you got to fish the sun. Where it hits on the water, something about it, they like to rise right in that Do area. Do they really? Yep. The heat? Yep. Wow. There you go. So how about when the sun sets? They're all over the place then. It's been <laughs> a long day. Do you catch them at night, though? Have you? Yep. Yep. Think you'll go tonight? Nah. There's going to be a lot of boats out there today. Oh, yeah. There was a big bass tournament going on this morning, probably 12, 14 boats on that lake. They took off around 7. Huh. Bass fishing. They what? think they own the lake. Are they big? <laughs> <laughs> I do, got news for you. Do they really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Are there some good bass in the Mescomo Lake? Oh, yeah. Large amount? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. They hold a lot of derbies. I bet you there'd be five, six derbies on that through the summer. People come in bass fishing all over. Who the hell would know that? I never, I never even give that a thought. Huh? How long does that last? To like noon? No, I bet that goes on most of the day, both for uh, Saturday and Sunday. See any coolers? Oh yeah, they got it right in the live well. No, when the bass fishing though, is that beer drinking too? Uh, I don't think so. Not to them. I'm not sure if they sneak one now and again. That's but what it means to me. Well, yeah. Right? They're in it to win, though. Well, what can they win? There's freaking 12 boats. Well, I think it's points and stuff. Oh. You know, oh, it's like, part of a series? Yeah. Oh. So, I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. You see all these professional bass fishing tournaments on yeah. TV and yeah. stuff? So you got to kind of build up to that. Do they have nice boats? Oh, yeah. Skeeters and, and uh, TNTs. and. So they all took off at the same time? Yeah. It's like a race? Yeah. One boat will go, and then the next one, I guess they draw numbers or something, or it could be points. This boat gets to go first and blah, blah, blah. I mean, there ain't much difference once one boat goes, the next one goes, but he's got a bigger motor. you got a five-second start on the yeah. guy. Yeah. Do they go under the bridge? Do they go both directions? Uh, only one boat went under the bridge this morning. The rest towards La Salette. Huh. Wow. Keegan Bradley tied for second last week. I, I have to laugh at people. Yeah, Keegan Bradley choked again. They tell him, like, what are you talking about? 
He won $680,000 last week. Yeah. He's won $2.85 million this year. And everybody just keeps bitching about how what, how he's given tournaments away. Like, he's he's having an amazing career. And he says he's putting good now, too. Putting was always his downfall. Once they got rid of that long putter, he struggled a little bit. But he he says he's found his stroke, and yeah, good for him. I mean, $2.85 2. He's in 19th place on the money list. Ricky Fowler made it 98000 last week. He's only made 800000 this year. Uh, there's 140 guys. 104 guys have made over $800,000 this year on the PGA Tour already. And it's only May. Pretty good, ain't it? Yeah, that's a hell of a living. Eight hundred and four guys have made over eight hundred thousand dollars. Phil Doe closing in on that number. Phil is <laughs> has absolutely shut it down. He so the PGA Tour this week uh, they denied the releases that the players wanted to use. Um, they tried to get a release to play in the Saudi event, the first Saudi event. And the PGA Tour uh, denied it. It looks like there's more than 200 players have signed up for this first event. but So now they're going to have to take a chance. The guys who play, they could get suspended or they could get banned for life. Those are the, those are the two things that could happen. There's definitely going to be a court case coming up here because it's just – it doesn't make sense that they could, you know, stop them from playing other tournaments and other tours. It doesn't even – you know, this one is up against the Canadian Open. It's the same week, so they feel like, you know, they're taken away from the sponsors and they're not being true to the tour. But Phil, Phil just dropped out of the PGA. He's the, he's the defending champion, and he, he's not playing. He he, he doesn't – I read a good, nice article about it yesterday through the PGA uh, Championship. They don't want it to be a circus. They want to run a, a major, and – when Phil shows up, he has to face the music. He's going to get absolutely peppered with questions, and he knows it. Somehow he's just trying to figure out the right time to do that, to come back out. I don't know. He's been gone for a while. So you got to know there's some type of suspension that was in there. And I just feel like this PGA, he dropped out because he doesn't want to ruin the event. I think that's probably his which is. I mean, that's pretty noble of him, quite honestly. He doesn't want it to be a spectacle all about him. I don't know what the heck he's doing. I don't it's, – it's just – and then Greg Norman comes out this week. He is so stupid. He said – you know, there was a murder, a reporter got murdered over in Saudi. Yeah. And he said – Greg Norman comes out this week and says everybody makes mistakes. Like, what the hell are you doing? That's not a mistake. Right. It's not a right. mistake. No. It's just talk about speaking out of turn. Yeah. He just needs to be quiet. Like, that was one of the the most ridiculous statement that anybody's ever made in public. Everybody makes mistakes. Talking about the murder over there in Saudi. Like, right. The guy's fiance is, is beside herself over this. And I don't know what's going to become of it because Greg Norman works for himself. So I don't know if there's anything that could be done to him, but he just needs to shut up. Like, that's just – that's that's really speaking out of turn. Justin Thomas, um, he's, he talked about the Saudi boys. He's like, hey, either go over there and play or don't. Just make a decision. We're sick of hearing about it. 
I mean, I have to say, if I'm a, if I'm on the fringe here on the PGA Tour, if I'm at the end of my career, or I'm a young gun starting out, listen, there is nothing like the Masters and the U.S. Open and the British Open. Those are amazing events. Every PGA Tour event's amazing. But you know what? If you could get paid $40 million just to show up, who's not doing that? Right. You know, these guys, they're they're paying big money over there, too. The prizes are huge. I mean, Phil, like Phil, if they offered Phil, like you heard, $42 million, and then he wins a couple events, he's going to make... $60 $60 million this summer. That wouldn't be bad. Playing golf. You know, and Phil's getting towards the end, right? He's 52. Right. 51, 52. But he's not going to get to play on the Champions Tour, which is a bummer for the people. Because everybody wants loves Phil. They want to yeah. see him play. But he's, he's kind of taking himself right out of the game with this. You know? So I don't know what's going to happen with Phil. It's not... Golf's fun when he plays. Like, people love him. He, he's very creative. You know, he hits all these crazy shots. And just for the record, he hits them because he can afford to try it. You don't see any of these young guys doing these stupid <laughs> flop shots. I mean, he can afford to. He can afford to take chances. And he doesn't – he's trying to win every tournament. He doesn't care about winning 100 grand. Or this Where thing. are we at with Tiger? Tiger's going to play. He sounds like he's going to play. Uh I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure his game's good, but I mean, he can barely walk. Not, how much better is that going to get after right. what he's been through? You know, it's like we got to get him a car. That's what we need. All right, eight 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 two nine nine three one five one. You listen to the buzz. Give us a call. Bam. the first major champion not to defend his title since Roy McIlroy at St. Andrews in 2015 because of a knee injury from playing soccer. He's only the third PGA champion not to defend his title in the past 75 years. Tiger Woods missed in 2008 while recovering from knee surgery, and Ben Hogan couldn't play in 49, recovering from a car accident. Mickelson's issues were self-inflicted. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's going to play in the U.S. Open. That's coming up, too. Got to play in that, doesn't he? You would think he would, but. What do we got for local games here today? We got Dartmouth doubleheader up there today and one game tomorrow. Doubleheader starts at 11.30 up at Red Rolf. You want to watch some good baseball? Who is it? Hey, hey. beautiful morning in the Upper Valley. Beautiful morning, Kenny, over on White River. <laughs> How you doing? How you guys doing? Good. Good. Hey. So, before I get to what I actually want to call you about, you know, I was reading this story about Mickelson this past week, and they were saying that he got he was up to $40 million bucks in debt on gambling. Is that, is that right? $40 million? Yeah. Dollars? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, well, maybe he needs the money. I don't know. I never <laughs> figured he would. I mean, he's made a ton of money, but, wow, that's a lot of money. Maybe he doesn't but need anyway, the money. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I would say. I would, it is crazy what he's doing. I mean, this guy was beloved by everybody. Signed autographs. I mean, everybody loved this guy. And, God, they, well, I guess I just kind of exploded his career, too. So, I mean, it's not, yeah. I guess it's not unusual among, amongst the beautiful people, anyway. Right. But, but that's not why I call. I just wanted to, I wanted to do a shout-out to Red Strike last week in the Kentucky Derby. That was an amazing race, an amazing race. Did you guys catch it? Who was it, 80 to 1 odds? Yeah, 80 to 1 odds. But it wasn't even just that. I mean, when he started his run to the front, there was only four horses behind him. So just, and he started in the 20th position. So <laughs> these are not good odds for any horse. I don't even right. be secretariat it'd, it'd be in that trouble. But then when, as you watch the race, when they get into this final turn, which is huge, this horse, every time it started to pass another horse, it would look at it. Literally look <laughs> at it. Like, to give it the finger and say, see ya. And that left, right, it didn't matter. All the way up through. And, you know, he never touched another horse. But I've never seen a horse run with attitude. And then when the, when the uh, handler comes up after on another horse, he was getting all frisky with that one, too. It was great. It was great. I mean, this horse had a ton of personality. It was amazing to listen to the call, though. The horse was never mentioned, and all of a sudden, no. in... <laughs> yeah, the call right. was historic. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and they were only about uh, maybe a hundred feet from the from the uh, from the line when he even mentioned it. It was it was crazy. Yeah, but uh, yeah. a lot of fun to watch, man. But to watch that horse, if you can watch the videotape of it coming on into you, there's a bunch of different tapes, but. Um, and just watch it. Watch the attitude on this horse. Looks and just goes right on by. <laughs> yeah. So now we know it's anyway. just not basketball and football that's rigged. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I get the feeling that was just a that was a from the heart fucking perform. I mean, heart uh, from the heart performance. Okay, it just was eighty to so, one. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. All right. Kid. Eighty to one. I know. Oh, what a yeah. payoff, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. All right, guys. Hey, have a yep. good. Take care. I know a guy had a hundred bucks on that horse. One eight grand. Really? Yeah. How about that? Nothing matter with that. Eighty to. I one. didn't even know it was on. I didn't see it. I just heard the call on the radio the next day. It was. It's pretty amazing if you could find. The really? Call. Yeah. They never mentioned the horse, and all of a sudden it won. Huh. And the winner, what? Hey, oh my God! <laughs> no, it's great. Good, for, good for racing. People, people are into it. You hear people t talking about it all week long, which is, you know, that's what you want. So we got local games, like we said. Dartmouth's up there today for a doubleheader. Beautiful day for baseball. You got Oxbow at Thetford softball. White River Valley at Windsor at eleven. Arlington at Woodstock at eleven. Burn Burton at Hartford six thirty tonight over there, under the lights over there in Max Field. Uh, baseball, Oxbow at Thetford, Windsor at Rivendell, White River at Williamstown, Arlington at Woodstock, 11 a.m. And you got track meets everywhere, the CVC Championships at Hanover, at Lacrosse, Brattleboro at Woodstock, Girls Lacrosse, Hanover, the Hanover Bears at Timberlane, St. Johnsbury at Hartford. I think Hartford's got a hell of a women's lacrosse team over there. The Hamilton girls, like, just lighten it up. Doing a heck of a job. I think she's got, I want to say, 100 points or goals. Like she's 
I think she's going to St. Lawrence too to play a little lacrosse. What I'm hearing. I don't know if that's official. I don't even know if I was supposed to say that, but I think that's what's happening. Um, what else we got going on? So what's going on with you, Red Sox, Woody? What do you think? Could today be the day? They what? haven't won back-to-back games since April. Really? Really. Got a one-game winning streak. Right. But if you go by it, that's over today. What? They've won 11. They're 11 and 20. Is Bogart's gone? One of them are. That's the talk of the. That's the. I think one of them's gone. I don't know. Who do you keep, Devers or Bogarts? Well, they're two great ball players. Okay. You can pick each one apart, but if I'm going to give the money. Because they're so close. If I'm going to give the money to one, it's going to be Devers. Yeah. Because he's, what, five years younger. He's younger. He's powerful. Yeah. we got to make the switch, though. Right. He's got to go to first base. His story's going to go to shortstop. How are you going to put him over to first base with Cadero there? That's true. Or Dawback, <laughs> yeah. Right. They both got four, they got four hits between the two of them. I couldn't believe it. I was listening to that game on the way home last night, and they were just all over Cadero. What tight? He is just having a game. He is just, he's got it now. Really? <laughs> That's what they were saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the major leagues. This isn't Babe Ruth. League. Right. When they brag about you walk three times. Okay? That's not good. Oh, patient. He walked three times the other night. Yeah? Well, it'd be something if you said he had four hits the other night. J.D.'s got a hitting streak going. Yeah. 14 games, maybe? Uh, I think it's 14. I think he's been on base. He's a 14 of 15. I think he's been on base like 30 games in a row. He's reached base, I thought I heard today. He's got a streak going. This is contract here. Do you keep him? Why not? He doesn't command a lot of money. Right. $20 million, right? Right. That's reasonable. I mean, that's an average ball player, and it's actually cheap with his number. He's better than average. Like, he's, yeah. he's a hell of a – he's good. He's a, yeah. he's a perfect DH. He loves the game. He studies the game. He's dedicated, not a troublemaker. I mean – He's going to go out on the market. It's going to take at least $30 million to keep him where you're at. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Because the National League went DH this year. Uh, now there's more spots. Yes. Yeah, true. And somebody may come in and say, we'll give you $30 million. So on top of that, you've got Devers, Beauregard, and J.D. And Bradley. <laughs> well, saying. he's making 12. I know. That's That's amazing. Yeah. Twelve million. Those guys on TV playing hockey out there spitting their guts out. No one's making twelve. No, not one player in that league that I that I'm aware of is making twelve million dollars a year. And we got a guy batting a buck sixty out there in center field, flopping around, making yeah. twelve million a year. Yeah. Yeah, but he's had a couple hits here recently. That's why they got that one game winning streak. He didn't want to give Renfro twelve. So what are we doing here? So. Story's going to go to shortstop. Yeah. 
Devers goes to first. Yeah. You got to think that they get some prospects somewhere. Don't they? They got to have some young guys. I think that's what they're rolling right yeah. now. Yep. Yeah. Bring someone. We're just treading water. Bring someone up to play third base. Yeah. If we could keep Arroyo healthy. There you go. He could play. He needs to be in the lineup. Yep. None of this sitting down anymore. I can't take when you've got Arroyo on the bench and Condaro and Darbach playing. When did they put Arroyo on the first? Right. He's an infielder. He's played there before. Yeah. Put he him. plays right field now. He does? Yeah. So he's an athlete. But why do I have to trade with Jackie Bradley? What is he doing for me? Nothing. No. Arroyo basically hits the ball every time. Not hits, but he's making it happen. Yeah, you need a bun, he'll bun it for you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you got to get him in the lineup. He'll launch one every now and again. Oh, Jackie had three last year. <laughs> Just saying. Let's groove tonight. Yeah. Share the spice of life. Mm-hmm. Here we come, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Listen to the buzz. Richard Woodrow. Bam. going here we got three minutes man that went quicker than i was thinking oh yeah how about taylor so what'd you think of that interview oh she talked about how much work there is i don't think kids realize how much work there is right in college to, you know to be to right be really good yeah everybody has to work hard and listen hard work doesn't guarantee success but it sure helps it does. You know, and she you could tell how dedicated she is and I think she I think she had some tough decisions to make. So she basically turned down the WNBA is what she is what I'm getting out of it. She was going Did to, she or didn't she? Well, she was I cho- mean, it's going to be there after this next Well, she season? chose to go to Australia in the beginning. Right. She wanted to go over there with her girlfriend, wanted to play basketball over there. I didn't know that she was going there to hone her skills. I didn't I didn't know that part of it, which I find that there's no place better to hone your skills than right here in America in college right. basketball. So I, I know she probably struggled with the decision. I feel like she's made the right one, um, you know, and, and it's good to hear that she is thinking about playing in the WNBA. Like she said, the rosters fill up and there aren't any spots out there. And for her to be a better three-point shooter, I right. love Taylor, but I don't see that happening. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. Like, she has a motor, like she said. They love her motor, and she can. She'll be a good role player for those teams. She can in there. She can bang with anybody. She's not afraid of anybody. I just. I think it's a great story, and it's. It's you know, it's good for us to hear, and for the people to hear, for the kids who have kids who have aspirations of going on and you know doing something special with their athletic careers, and you know, for 
for me personally, like the Division Three thing was perfect for me. And I was lucky enough to play three sports when you can't do that anymore. They wouldn't even allow that. But, no. But you know what? Taylor, she chose – she had a lot of options. Let me tell you, coming out of high school, she had a lot of teams that wanted her. And that BC, you know, I think being closer to home played a role. I know she loved the coaching staff and, you know, everything about – and she – she loved her teammates. Of course, she would. We spend that much time with them. But so now she gets to go to Virginia Tech and come home and play against her former team next year. And I don't think Dad there's any animosity. Shot. I know a few kids left BC. Something's going on there. A few of the kids left. The good players left. So there's something going on. I didn't want to get into that. But anyways, we'll get to watch her play. Hopefully next year we'll get a look at that schedule. The Hokies come to town. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a little road trip. Maybe we'll get a get a sports bus bus going down there or something to watch her play. Will she play Connecticut and those teams? Uh, she's in the ACC, so she'll play all the same teams she's been. North Carolina Duke, North Carolina State, Wake Forest, teams like that. Yeah. You know, Boston College. I mean, they could, but, you know, those women teams, they don't really – I don't think they get that far outside their league and be challenged. You know, they don't – think they only want to play those teams when they have to in the, at the end of the year. So I don't really know how that schedule, the independent schedule works outside of the league. But we'll be looking for that schedule. Has she played in March Madness? No, but she just, I don't know if they, did they make the tournament? This year she made the NIT. I think she had 33 in the second game. She scored 33 points, her career high. Not in the tournament. In the NIT tournament. The National yeah. National Invitational, just like the guys have. It's the tournament option. Not in the tournament. Right. Yeah, she had 33 against Quinnipiac, I believe, and she had 23. And they, they won two games. They lost the third game. So they got pretty far into the tournament. But I did see that she did have the uh, – how about she knew her stats? That was the last thing. Yeah. And the reason she did, because she read an article about herself the day before. Otherwise, when she said 15-22, I'm like – You read it. You definitely listened to the yeah. show. But obviously she's not – getting ready for finals so don't worry about the horses being blind just load the wagon enjoy this weather right it's not summertime yet don't get let's not get carried away right but it sure is nice to see the sun and feel the heat so be safe this week we love you and we'll talk to you next week take care you listen to the buzz rich and witty have a good vacation maddie over